Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in all over North America. It's certainly a busy evening in the world of sports. Texas Rangers are one out away from being crowned World Series champions. They currently lead the Arizona Diamondbacks 5 to nothing. We'll keep you up to date on that game the second that it concludes. Also, unfortunately tonight, uh, the world has learned about the passing of head coach Bob Knight of Indiana. And so we talked about this last hour, uh, his accomplishments, some of his criticisms, and we had a conversation with Scott Farrell, who you might be familiar with here on CBS Sports Radio, went to Indiana University, uh, developed a personal relationship with Bobby Knight. And right before the break, we were having a conversation with head coach Randy Whitman, who played at Indiana from 1978 to 1983, also won a national championship in 81, went on to play 10 years in the NBA, and also becoming the head coach of teams like the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and then also the Washington Wizards. Uh, Rejoining us here uh, to start the hour before we discuss uh, the World Series, which looks like it might be coming to a close. Uh, Coach Randy Whitman, you back with us? Yes, sir. Well, thank you so much, Coach. We know that your your time is short, and I appreciate it. Uh, You were saying right before we went to break, and I I posed the question to you, a lot of us know about the, the criticisms and the accolades of Bobby Knight. And I was just asking for your own personal thoughts for for people who might look maybe a a whole lot more at the negative than the positive and just sharing your personal experience. Well, like I said, um, we all have our flaws in life. And um, I I think a lot of the times through um, Coach Knight and, and media, things were... Uh, more blown out of proportion on what uh, antics he might have. But as, as player, being a player for him, um, and, and, and I played five years, I was redshirt a year because I was hurt. Um, there was, I, I, would, I would never, there was never a thought of ever not doing what I did or, or second thoughts of, of playing there. I mean, I, I have uh, children of my own and I, and, and I would let him coach my children. I mean, they, what he instills in you as a young boy going to college at 17, 18 years old, and then what you develop there under his tutelage, not from just a basketball standpoint, from a life standpoint is is the things that people just don't understand as as we were talking prior to the break um he was not a big nba guy he knew he couldn't coach in the nba with the way um 
uh, he coached and, and his, his um, idea of success for his players wasn't how many players he could get in the NBA. It was how many players he could get uh, into life and, and be successful in life after leaving his program. And uh, to instill in you the ability to go win a, a, a job, to win an interview and a job, not not to go to the NBA. And it all correlated together. Um, you could have been the best player, the Isaiah Thomas, the Landon Turner, the Mike Woodson, um, Scott May, Quinn Buckners, or you could be somebody that never played but was on the team but now is a, a, a head of a law firm or whatever. Um, that's what his main focus was. And um, I can just attest to you from my parents are, who are still alive at 90 and 91 years old today are grieving more than anybody of the passing of, of, of coach Knight. And um, my mother and father, after I, I, I don't even know how many years it is now um, since I've, I've left 40, 40 plus years since I've been in school, still get a Christmas card every year from uh, Coach Knight and his wife. Wow. And that's just that's just the things that people don't understand. Um, you know, they always look at the negative things and um, things that, that, that he's done, but this man was an incredible man. I mean, um, he did so much for me and my family still to his dying day that I'm never going to be able to repay him for that will last uh, in eternity for me. Coach Randy Whitman joining us here, CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Uh, Coach, I, I want to thank you for, for coming by and, and, and sharing your, your personal perspective. There are a whole lot more people who only read the headlines and, and, and can click on YouTube and read up about Coach Knight but there are very few who have the perspective you do. So my condolences to you, and I appreciate you for taking the time and joining us. Well, thanks for having me on. Uh, like I said, very sad day, but one, uh, we'll celebrate this man's life and uh, the accomplishments that he has, and uh, our prayer thoughts and prayers are out to his family as well. And Coach Randy Whitman, thank you for the time uh, joining us here, the JR Sport Reef Show on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, I told you it was a very, very busy night. Uh, the passing of Bobby Knight at 83 years old. We're going to have plenty of time uh, to discuss and talk about that over the next several days and through the course of tonight. Uh, seconds ago, while having this conversation with Coach Randy Whitman, this is also done. It's as official. It is a wrap. The Texas Rangers are your 2023 World Series championships champions. The Rangers. Uh, they go 11-0 and on the road. That's the most single road victories in postseason history. They beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 5 to nothing. The Rangers hit a home run in 16 straight games. That is also the longest streak in postseason history. And, man, whew, this, is, this was a wild one. Uh, Marcus Simeon basically uh, hitting a home run in the top of the ninth uh, to send the Rangers give them a little bit of insurance on the way to their first championship. This is uh, an organization that got going in 19 
61-61, and they finally get their hands on their first title. Nathan Ovaldi got slapped around in his game one start of the World Series. Tonight, a solid six innings pitched, five strikeouts, zero runs given up. Although he had some testy times, including the bases loaded, he gave up five walks, but he did not allow a run to pass the plate while he was out there. Aroldis Chapman, Sabores, come on to, to blank these Arizona Diamondbacks. And Zach Gallen, congratulations to him as well. He gave you six in the third innings, struck out six as the starter. Paul Seawold came on, unfortunately, having a solid postseason for the most part. Uh, he unraveled, giving up four of these runs here for the Diamondbacks. Not, not a surprise or much surprising that these two teams were here. Let's take a listen to some of the calls that got us here to this point. This audio that you're about to listen to is courtesy of the Rangers Radio Network. We were pretty blank all the way up until the seventh. It was the top of the seventh. Garver single to center. Corey Seager scored, and the Texas Rangers went up one to nothing in the seventh. Let's listen to this RBI single. Leo one. Garver swings, hits it up the middle. Base knocked into center. Seager scores. Carter being held at third as Thomas fires it back into the infield. RBI single for Mitch Garver, and the Rangers score first here in the seventh and lead it one to nothing. One to nothing. Seventh inning. We didn't see another run until we got to the ninth. The Texas Rangers, this was all about insurance and trying to go ahead and get this victory. Jonah Heim hit a two-run RBI single in the ninth to extend the lead to three to nothing. Crowd trying to get behind Seawall. Two on, nobody out. The third baseman plays in, and the pitch is swung on. Ground ball right side. It's through a base hit. Racing around third base is Young, and he will score, and the ball gets by all the way to the 4-13 sign. Here comes Lowe. He scores. Into third base is Jonah Heim, and the Rangers lead 3-0 in the top of the ninth. The ball misplayed out in right center field, and two runs score. Two runs score. The Rangers led 3-0 in the top of the ninth. Then Marcus Simeon. He said, all right, I got something for you. Listen to this. The 0-1. Simeon lines one deep to left center field. That ball is way back, and that ball is history. A two-run homer for Marcus Simeon. It's 5-0 Rangers in the ninth. A blistering line drive that never came down in left center field. Marcus with five RBIs yesterday, won the day before, coming alive for the Rangers at just the right time. The, the, the perfect time. Going out there, extending the lead to five to nothing. That puts us where? In the bottom of the ninth, the Texas Rangers lead five to nothing. They need to go ahead and try to close this one out. Josh Spores was already called to to pick up and out. And now I want you to listen to the final call here as he had to pick up even more in the ninth. This was the final call of the game. Two balls, two strikes. Spores kicks and fires. He struck him out looking. 
It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions. After 52 years in Texas, 63 years of the franchise, the wait is over. And the celebration has begun. Texas Rangers been around for 45 years. They go ahead and pick up their first World Series championship. 11 straight road victories. This is a team where Bruce Bochy has now picked up his fourth championship. And the Arizona Diamondbacks, unfortunately for them, they have lost four consecutive home games on their way out here of the World Series. There was no expectation for the Rangers to be here, no expectation for the Diamondbacks to be here, but somebody had to win, and the Texas Rangers are your 2023 World Series champs. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. I'm going to get to your calls. If you want to talk to me, it's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. A busy night. We've talked about the passing of Bobby Knight. Thank you to head coach Randy Whitmer for joining us. Thank you to Scott Farrell for joining us. Obviously, I'm going to share with you next hour a new top six list. We'll take a look at some of the most dysfunctional teams in sports. Thank you to the Raiders. And then also, of course, we're going to hear from the Texas Rangers as they celebrate their World Series championship, the first in their history, beating the Diamondbacks 5 to nothing tonight and winning the World Series four games to one. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. We're going to hear from the champions. Unfortunately, we'll also hear some comments from tonight's losers. It's the JR Sport Reef Show. Everybody's a winner here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, how are you? It's great to, uh, to talk to you. You know, I listen all of the time while I'm out delivering my Uber side hustle. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Texas Rangers win the World Series. They beat Arizona tonight, the final score of five to nothing. They win the series four to one after existing for 45 years. The Texas Rangers finally win a World Series after their third appearance. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. It's a busy, busy night. Of course, the Texas Rangers win the World Series. About an hour from now, less than an hour, I'm going to give you a new top six list. Uh, we've already had on some some guests who have had personal relationships with head coach Bob Knight, Scott Farrell joining us, uh, head coach Randy Whitman joining us here, and I think we might maybe possibly have someone else as well. I do want to get to your calls. It's 855-212-4CBS. Right now, the commissioner's trophy have been handed over or has been handed over uh, to the Texas Rangers, and it appears that next to be handed over happens to be the MVP trophy 
as Bruce Bochy uh, has his hands on the World Series uh, trophy, lifting it up over his head. I think it's only a matter of uh, seconds before Corey Seager kind of parades around his own trophy as well. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Nathaniel Lowe just spoke on Fox Sports. He now is a world champion with the Rangers. He spoke. Let's take a listen to that. It's such a treat. It's so hard, so hard to get emotionally invested in some teams because of the business aspect of things. But, you know, we got such a good group here. So outside of of players, we got good people. And it feels like we have a championship group, and we really did a great job of finishing here on the road. We just got a group of winners. You know, when when the bus driver's driving slow, we tell them, hey, man, you know you're driving a group of winners. So we believe it through and through. And, you know, maybe we struggle it at home, but we got it done on the road. We got a special group. You want to talk about a special group, the Texas Rangers uh, certainly went out and spent a lot of money from Marcus Simeon to Corey Seager uh, to bringing on, I know he hasn't played, uh, Jacob DeGrom. You could think about Scherzer. They've spent a lot of money to turn things around. The Texas Rangers, in 2021, they lost 102 games. They are now the third team to win a World Series within two years of a 100-loss season. It happens to be the 69 Mets and the 1914 Braves. If you remember the 1914 Braves, go ahead and pat yourself on the back. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to David from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, thanks for taking my call tonight, JR. Just want to talk a little bit about the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. Shame on you, Rob Manfred, for having this World Series set up where the Texas Rangers won the World Series. Such a disgrace. This team did not even deserve to beat the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, there's three teams they didn't deserve to beat. The Orioles were better than they were. The Astros was better. And probably even the Diamondbacks were better. So this guy should be ashamed of himself staging this World Series for a team that had one of the worst bullpens of baseball to win a World Series. The team only had 90 wins this year, and I cannot congratulate this team. They did not deserve to be there. They did not deserve to win it. The Orioles, first of all, the Orioles, you know, were the better team. David, David, thank you. I'm going to hang up now. Thanks. Thank you, David, for the stupid call of the night. 855-212-4CBS. Just getting started. (laughs) That's 855-212-4CBS. Paul is here from Portland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR, I just called in to tell you thanks for a classy show covering Coach Knight. It's first class, man. And thanks for letting your guests speak like we do. It was, oh, well, uh, it was beautiful to hear their testimonies, and uh, he was something special. And I, I really, I just called in to say thanks, man. Great oh, well, th- thank, thank you for listening, Paul. Appreciate you for calling from one of my favorite cities in Portland, Oregon. Let's go from Portland, Oregon, and let's go to – I'm just looking at them hand over all these trophies out here. It's official. Corey Seager picks up his second MVP award. 2020 World Series MVP with the Dodgers, Corey Seager, picking up this MVP award for 2023 with the Texas Rangers. The only dude to do that, two separate teams. You might have heard of him. He's went by the name of Mr. October. His name was Reggie Jackson. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got Nick. Nick is calling up from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. 
Hey, how are you doing tonight? I'm excellent. How are you? Good. Um, about the night's death, um, it's like very sad like how he passed. Um, he was a great coach, and I used to hear of him. And, yeah, he was just a great guy overall. Okay. Well, thank you, Nick. I, th- th- that that would be debatable by some folks without a shadow of a doubt. That's why I wanted to bring on, you know, multiple perspectives. It's real easy to go ahead and, and listen and look, and we certainly played a lot of the, the negative audio that would be associated with Bob Knight, and then you also heard from uh, two individuals personally uh, to provide some some full perspective from uh, Scott Farrell, who many of you are familiar with on CBS Sports Radio right here, and then also one of his former players who won a national championship with him, uh, Randy Whitman, who went on to play in the NBA and then also be a head coach. 855-212-4CBS. Greg is calling from Michigan. Hey, JR. Mr. Positive, thanks for taking my call, my friend. Hey, Bobby Knight, a very fiery personality. Um, like you said, he was uh, very controversial. But uh, rest in peace, uh, Bobby. Um, what can you say? Postseason baseball. Fantastic. You and I talked a little bit ago, and I didn't think this was going to be a good series. Was it a good series? Eh, maybe not. But it was great to see the Texas Rangers win. Um, Bochi and uh, what he's accomplished. And, wow, I didn't realize he was that great. And, um, hey, real quick, can I maybe give um, uh, that uh, top six list, can I give you a title, a name? Uh, What what do you mean a title? Tonight we're talking about the top six dysfunctional teams. What you talking about, Greg? Yeah, that would be it. And who do you think I might say? I I don't know. I don't want to get into that, Greg. We got to get to that next hour, okay? Very good, my friend. Love you. Have a great night, everybody. You as well. of inclusion. Thank you so much, Greg, for calling from Michigan. Jason is here from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Jason? Thank you for taking the call. I just wanted to counter that dumb idiot crying about the Orioles. Two words for you, Baltimore. Regular season. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers, the world champions that earned it. Thank you. Well, well, no doubt about it. Yeah, I I like it. One caller responded to another one. I mean, one guy says something stupid, the next guy wants to come ahead and uh, get him. Right now, Corey Seager is sitting on the Fox broadcast booth. Uh, Kevin Burkhart, Alex Rodriguez, David Ortiz, Derek Jeter sitting down with him. That is a big ass, and, and for a lack of a better phrase, that's a big ass MVP trophy. That thing is huge. Corey Seager sitting down, Alex Rodriguez grilling him in the face. I think all Corey Seager wants to do is sit down and, and have a drink. Ellie is calling from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. Most just definitely. Say, I just wanted to say that the guy before, like a bunch of calls back, he's a pretty big idiot. Stop being all sappy about the Orioles and man up, you know? Okay. All right, Ellie. And also, well, thank you. Well, I wanted to say that didn't Ben Zoberst also – get two MVPs, one with the Royals, one with the Cubs? Uh, ben Zope, there, there's a, a, a specific distinction. I think it's only Reggie Jackson and uh, and, and Seager here. I don't, I'm going to look that up with Ben, but I'm, so, I'm so not he too won, sure. He, uh, to Ellie's question, he won a World Series MVP, I believe, 
with the Cubs, not with the other team. That I you thought were he, I thought he won one with the Royals also, but maybe not. No, it was just it was just the Cubs. It was just the Cubs. So it was just back to back World Series. One was an MVP. Correct. Right. Because I remember him getting one with the Cubs. Yes, but in 2015 with the Royals, the MVP for that season was Salvador Perez, the, the catcher. Oh, so it wasn't Ben. Yeah, no. Now, Ellie, how how old are you? Me, 16. Well, I appreciate you calling up and telling a grown man to man up, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you, Ellie. Take it easy. Yeah, thanks. No doubt about it. He's 16 years old telling a grown – that guy sounded like he's five years – well, five times his age. Yeah. You got you got a 16-year-old telling you to man up. The biggest Ben Zobers fan I've ever heard of, too. When's the last time he was talked about on national radio? And nobody talking about Ben. Is, is he still playing? He's done, right? I am almost positive he's done. Yeah. He has to be done. He, right. He had that. No, he hasn't done. been – no, he hasn't been – Ben Zobers? He, I, I don't think he's been relevant in years now. Um, I want to say his last year was maybe what seventeen, eighteen. It sounds oh, about it sounds about right. Nineteen, yeah, nineteen. Yeah, I was about to say we haven't we haven't spoken the name Ben Zobris in like five years. No, oh, he he had a long ass career. In two thousand six to twenty nineteen. Yeah, Ellie, it's Reggie Jackson and Corey Seager, and Corey Seager's getting the big bucks to try to win Morty's MVPs. First shortstop in MLB history with three home runs in a single World Series. Congratulations to these guys. Mike is calling from Kentucky. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I want to take a moment just to to respect the passing of Bobby Knight and also our former coach here, Denny Crum from the Louisville Cardinals. If you're putting the top six dysfunctional teams, I don't know if that's pro or collegiate, but I'd say our current basketball men's team is, is, is up there for discussion. Uh, well, I have a we, question. We have, we have time to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've got a question for you. Just, I, I'm a father. My, my son's a high school wrestler. I'm a former service member. His coach last year was a former service member, seen action. And, you know, I would, I, I would have probably caught a charge and had to get bailed out of jail if he had acted like Bobby Knight did. Um, I, I personally, I, I know, you know, division one athletes, Personally, uh, you know, met Sharon Wilkerson. Um, my question is for you and for anybody else listening: Is we, you know, weigh the, the 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 pros and cons, and and I don't mean to be negative, but you know, everybody time changes, um, you know, and and what was what was acceptable in 1850 and 1950, is, you know, not acceptable in in 2023 necessarily. What would you do if your son was playing Division One? athletics on national exposure and the head coach chokes them you know on camera no you know non-repentant so, you know Mike, what that, is that that, that well that's, mike that's, listen that's stop. I the, stop i met the man personally stop stop thank you so y- your question is uh it's rather rhetorical okay so my my i guess my my question to you is what is your, your ultimate and overall point? I, I, my point is, let's judge the man by his actions. He, he won three national titles, undefeated season, led the, the USA to, you know, gold in the Olympics and Pan Am. I, 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 the man was so a, a let's, let's pause. Let's pause. So sure. we, we, we've done that. You know, I think if, if you took a listen to the whole last hour of the show, the, her, the whole first hour of the show – 
the same accomplishments that you you started to rattle off. I think I rattled off just about every major accomplishment of Bobby Knight. And then, unfortunately, we also went through some of the negative aspects. And then we also heard from individuals, from coaches to media personalities who would know him best and best, so or better and best. So when you talk about having a, a perspective, we certainly got a whole lot of perspective. I don't know or did not know Bobby Knight from a hole in the wall. I can only judge the same way uh, as, as most of us by what he did on the basketball court and also a lot of his, his misdeeds and mistakes on and off the court. And, and that's all I can judge him by. But what I'm here to do is to provide proper perspective. And so to give my perspective as someone on the outside, there are a lot of individuals I knew or know. He was not one of them. And to hear from people who knew him personally. And so that is exactly how he's being judged, Mike. And it's up to every individual, as you did, to go ahead and, and judge him as you will. You know, I don't pass any judgment on the man because, like you said, I never met the man personally. Uh, no, no, but you, you, you are. You're asking. You, you ask. I'm telling me. you what I. If, if I was the father of that player in that situation. Well, I, well, Mike, I think, you know, and that's why I said your question. Well, hold on, Mike. That's why I said your question to me was was had to be rhetorical, because to sit on the radio and ask me, "Hey, Jr., how would you feel if somebody choked your kid out?" And what am I gonna say? I'd absolutely JR, love it. Choke, choke. What I'm going to say, choke my son out some more. Choke him good. Choke him good. No, of, of course not. No one wants to see anybody assaulted, let alone their own family members, their kin, their family. Nobody wants that. We know that, okay? And so you said you're not judging him? Yeah, you are. And I said this. Judge him at your own will. That's, that's your prerogative. My job is to tell you what I think of him. And I think this dude was very straightforward. He made his mistakes whether you want to talk about bull whips or choking people or throwing around chairs, yeah, he, he's being criticized for it, and rightfully so. And what I also provided to you is a different perspective, people who actually knew the man personally. And so I don't think you'll meet a, a human being in their right mind who will go, oh, yeah, 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 when he choked that kid, the kid deserved to be choked. Nobody will say that. But you know what? There's a whole lot more than what you just read or see and my job here is to tell you what I think and to provide perspective. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm sure as we continue on throughout the course of the night, we'll have some more thoughts on the passing of, of Coach Bobby Knight. The Texas Rangers going out here winning the World Series. I have a top six list for you. We might have somebody else joining. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the great JR, man. Your show's so awesome. We uh, appreciate listening to you uh, on a regular basis, my man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. The JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Texas Rangers are your World Series champs for 2023. Tonight they beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. The final score, 5 to nothing. Texas ends up winning the series four games to one. The Texas Rangers, they go ahead to win, or they go on to win, 11 
consecutive road games on their way to this championship. This is an organization that that started in 1961. They've only had two other World Series appearances besides this one. You got to go back to 2010 and 2011. In 2011, a lot of Rangers fans don't want to remember they lost in seven games to the Cardinals. And the year prior to that, they lost the World Series to this guy named Bruce Bochy. You might remember him and the San Francisco Giants. And so Bruce Bochy, man, this dude comes out of retirement. He comes back to win a World Series. This is now Bruce Bochy's fourth World Series championship. He is tied with Walter Alston and then also Joe Torre at number four. Connie Mack with five. Casey Stengel and Joe McCarthy, the most World Series championships by anyone, with seven. And so Bruce Bochy, uh, this is a hell of a way to, to come out of retirement getting right back on the bench, and then winning it all. And so Bruce Bochy, he spoke to the media, he spoke to Fox Sports, and he talked about coming out of retirement and winning. Let's take a listen to Bruce Bochy. It's unreal. I was sitting on a recliner there in Nashville and just enjoying myself when he called me. And I tell you what, I, I, I'm so honored to ride with these guys. Uh, it, they, they inspire me with the, how resilient they've been. But to get this call, be part of this, I know how blessed I am. I can't thank these guys enough. Well, you can't thank him enough. They can't, he can't thank them for the opportunity. I know Bruce Bochy is also very, very happy, very, very thankful for Corey Seager, the two-time MVP here of the World Series. He joins Reggie Jackson as the only position players to win the World Series MVP twice and Corey Seager we know he did that in 2020 with the Dodgers and he's able to do it again now helping to deliver the Rangers just a a, a World Series championship they've only been to the postseason nine times in their 45 year history I told you about the two World Series losses and now they finally pick it up absolutely ridiculous numbers for Corey Seager here in the postseason an average of 318 an on-base percentage of 45%. He's hit six home runs, 12 RBIs to go along with 21 total hits. This is nuts. And Corey Seager and Reggie Jackson, they aren't the only two guys to have two MVPs. They're the only guys to do it with two separate teams. Let's take a listen to Corey Seager talk about finally, finally, being able to help the Rangers win a World Series. It's a lot of credit to them, a lot of credit to CY, a lot of credit to our ownership, you know, and having a, a view and bringing in people, and it's just, it's truly incredible, you know, to have this group behind us and to be, not, or to be world champs now, man, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I think about some of the other guys who, who won a championship. Uh, looking at, it's funny, looking at a, a Chapman who seemed to be out of uh, sorts with the New York Yankees, uh, for him to be standing up on the stage, uh, Dolis Garcia not being able to contribute here in a final game, but just setting them up for this entire uh, World Series run, how he's been performing. Uh, the, Jacob deGrom is a is a champion. He ain't pitch, unfortunately. And the same thing for Max Scherzer, who just basically woke up and boom, he, he's a champion again. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855 212 for CBS. Abraham is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Abraham? Hello? Yes, you're live on the radio. Go on ahead. 
Hello, Joe. I'm a first-time caller here, man. Like, uh, coming from San Diego, I'm a huge Padre fan. And seeing Bochi win his fourth World Series title is crazy. I mean, I love, I'm mad, mad love for Bochi, but it also pisses me off that, oh. you know, having Bochi, you know, the, you know, Bochi being, having the chance to have Bochi in our organization, down here in Padre's organization, and then him turning it down, going to the Rangers because of A.J. Preller, man, that, Man, Bochi won his fourth Wolf Ears title with a different organization. Should put pressure in the front office when it comes to the San Diego Padres. You know what I'm saying? They are. Well, we, we, we see where uh, Bob Melvin ended up. And uh, I, I think the Padres are dealing and have dealt with quite a few problems over the last, I want to say, year and a half. Uh, they, they look like they were on the up and up. And it looks like they're on the, the down right now. Uh, yep. I, I understand your frustration, man. Well, let me ask you this. So, since, you know, since everything going on in, organ- in the party's organization, do you think they should start a rebuild or just stay how they're doing it right now? That's the question to every party fan out there. For us, it's more, I feel we should go on to the rebuild if Adrian Pro- if Pro- gets fired. You know, it just wouldn't make sense, you know, having the same people he hired and not having to rebuild. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I understand. How about this, Abraham? In about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, I'm going to give you a top six list of dysfunctional teams in the world of sports, and I think I might have some additional insight for you when it comes to the Padres, okay? All right, JR. Thanks All right, so thank much, you, Abraham, bro. for calling from San Diego. Yeah, it's top six. I'm not, I'm not saying the Padres are on the list. I'm not saying they are or not. Uh, just, just stay tuned. Abraham, I might have some uh, some additional information for you. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, someone who also just spoke to the media following the Texas Rangers win in the World Series, Nathan Avaldi, tonight went out there onto the mound and decided to actually perform better than that ass-whooping he took in game one. Six, well, excuse me, four and two-thirds innings, he gave up five runs. Tonight, a much different result as Nathan Avaldi went out onto the mound, pitched six strong innings, gave up zero earned runs, even though he gave you a bases-loaded heart attack. He walked five dudes. He struck out five. All things considered, Nathan Avaldi, his season was crazy. His regular season was nuts, and he continued on by having a strong postseason. Uh, let's listen to Nathan Ovaldi talk about just just his experience here and, and how he performed. This is courtesy of Fox. I think it's a just do-or-die mentality. Uh, I try to prepare a lot mentally, just the positive mind thinking, and then just going out there and attack, attack, attack. Um, I didn't really do a great job tonight, you know what I mean, in attacking the zone, and you know there were a few times that leadoff walks and things like that, but our defense, incredible again tonight. Corey was great over there uh, short, and then our offense was able to come through th- towards the end for us. Hey, listen, that, that guy got out of some jams, okay? He was still able to pitch six and gave up nothing. At one point in time, I thought the Arizona Diamondbacks were just going to surprise him and, and maybe uh, blow him out of the water and at least force another game. It, it, it never happened. And even Zach Gallen, he went out there, and for the first portion of the game, he was basically perfect. The Texas Rangers had to go out here and pick up these runs late. And so kudos to these two teams. So... It, it will be very interesting to see over the next several years 
what Major League Baseball does when it comes down to the wild card, okay? Texas Rangers, 90 wins. The Arizona Diamondbacks, 84 wins. Are we guaranteed to see either of these two teams back next year? Is there any circumstance where either one of these teams will even be favored? I mean, is this a positive that it speaks to the parity in baseball? Or here's, here's one way to look at it. If a tree falls in a forest and there's nobody there to hear it, then it fall. Like, I know the numbers on this World Series. They are going to be low. I wanted to use another word, but I didn't want to be that mean. But this is going to be probably the lowest watched World Series in history. And, I mean, we can all run around and say, oh, well, people are streaming. Yeah, people are watching and not watching a lot of things. Uh, But for baseball, it doesn't appear that the numbers are being picked up on a tablet, a cell phone, or a backyard. I mean, this – there's no fixing this. And so congratulations to the Texas Rangers. They beat Arizona 5 to nothing tonight. They win the World Series four games to one. Uh, this wasn't the most exciting World Series. It would have been nice if Arizona was able to go out there and give up or give a little bit more of a fight. But I don't even – I can't even say there's always next year because if Arizona returns, I'd be shocked. It's just me calling in straight. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We've talked about the passing of Bobby Knight. We talked about the World Series. We will continue throughout the course of tonight talking about Bobby Knight and these Texas Rangers. But it is Wednesday going into Thursday morning, and I always share with you a top six list. And on the other side of the break, there's a lot of other teams making news not for good reasons like the Rangers. I'm going to give you a top six list. Some of the most dysfunctional teams in sports right now. It's coming up on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, Celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.